Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about strategies to help you with mental and emotional exhaustion, uh, quite a common topic that we hear a lot, a lot about. So we're going to be diving into that today. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really, really appreciate you being here. We have a great topic that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we get a lot of questions about uh, mental and emotional exhaustion sometimes, and uh, we want to address that today because we know that everybody deals with it at some point. Uh, but before we jump into that topic, we want to just remind you to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our latest content that we have, including our exercise videos, as well as all of our blogs and article series about a lot of great topics that we really care about. Uh, these podcasts, of course, and our mini podcast, Motivation with Meredith, uh, to help get you going if you're feeling down on the motivation side. Uh, mm -hmm. Those are great bite-sized audio podcasts for you to check out. And uh, of course, our custom seven-day workout plan, which we have out there for you to sign up for, and we send a custom seven-day workout plan to you built around your fitness goals, your needs, your health needs, whatever you're looking to achieve, we can build a plan for you. And of course, last but not least, our, our uh, newsletter, which you can sign up for, and we send out a newsletter to you once a week with all of our latest and greatest content. So we just love staying in touch with you all out there, and that's the best way to do it. So uh, jumping into our topic this week, we're talking about mental and emotional exhaustion. Um, so Meredith, I'm going to throw it over to you. And uh, what what's the inspiration for uh, today's, uh, this week's topic, I should say? Well, this week's topic, um, the main inspiration was an article that I got in my inbox um, from a thing that I follow. So I got an article and it was talking about um, mental and emotional health. And I thought, you know, we talk a lot about mental health we have, and especially during May, we talk about it a lot because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And just throughout the year, I have, I, I feel like we talk, I try and bring it up a lot because I feel like it is very important and very valid um, and something that we don't want to talk about um, a lot of the time. So uh, that's why we discuss it. I try and bring it out quite a bit. And then when I saw this, I just thought, you know, mental and emotional health. Um, I don't feel like we talk about those two enough and reminding everyone that exhaustion doesn't come just from physical. Um, it's exhaustion comes from mental and emotional as well. So that's kind of where this all came from. <laughs> um, so just those reminders to everyone that, um, to get us kind of in better mental and emotional health. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, as far as what is the connection between, since we are senior fitness with Meredith, what, right. what is the connection between the emotional, mental and the physical? Right. You know, um, well, of course I'm going to read just a couple kind of definitions of both mental mm -hmm. health and then emotional health, just so we get that out there and always remi reminding people that we aren't doctors when we talk, um, we're not physicians. We're not psychiatrists of any kind, et cetera. Um, we talk when our, we do our podcasts about things that we've studied upon. We've learned from other people. We've dealt with our own selves, things like that. 
but um, we have no medical degrees of any kind. So there's my reminder, my disclaimer. Disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) So mental health, um, it involves the processing of all the information we encounter. But emotional health is more about the feelings provoked by the data processed. And I liked that easy definition because um, mental and emotional do go hand in hand, of course, because the mental things that um, occur, but then the way we think about those things that are occurring in our lives, um, again, I think is a good way to look at it. And it goes with the physical as well, because a lot of times when the mental and emotional are wearing on us, we stop the physical because we just get so tired. And we always think, why am I so tired? You know, those days when we wake up and we go, I feel like I got good sleep last night. Um, I ate good yesterday. Why does my body feel so tired? I don't, I don't understand what's going on. A lot of times, if we just stop and look at what's going on in our lives, or maybe what we're focusing on, things like that, a lot of mental and emotional um, things are going on, possibly, and that causes the physical. So that's how they all go together, Mm -hmm. going back to your question. (laughs) Yeah, uh, definitely that mind-body connection. Yeah, always. Yeah, so as far as like, um, you know, your experience in working with clients over the years, how big of an issue was mental and emotional exhaustion? You know? Huge. <laughs> um, bigger than I thought would ever um, have existed, to be honest, because again, <laughs> I've said this many, many times and I will own up to it. I used to think you retire, you don't have as much to worry about. Um, this is what I thought. I'm not, I'm not saying it's true. <laughs> um, you don't have as much to worry about. Your kids are grown. They're out of the house. Um, you don't have to worry about work, things like that. You know, life must be easier. That is the furthest thing from the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much to worry about um, from your health. Just because your kids are out of the house and in their 50s or 60s doesn't mean we don't worry about them. Um, <laughs> the way your body feels, why does it feel that way? I'm not able to do the things I used to do. I feel like I have no purpose because I don't have a job and I don't have kids at home, etc., etc. It's going on and on and on. Losing loved ones around you, things like that. Um, there's so many things to worry about that it becomes almost overwhelming. And as we get older, it's very difficult sometimes for the brain to process all of the things that are going on. Um, in studies that they've done, looking at the brain as it ages, of course, we always look at it um, in terms of Alzheimer's, dementia, um, memory loss, things like that. But just all the overload um, and processing of information causes a lot of anxiety and depression mm-hmm. in older adults. Um, things that we don't normally think would be. And a lot of doctors aren't looking at it that way either. Because we look at a physical ailment with someone, we don't tend to look at their mental or emotional health in order to see um, what ailments are being caused because of those things. So, um, yeah, I, there's a numerous... Um, older uh, adults and people I've worked with that have had lots of mental and emotional exhaustion, which I will find out usually about if they come to me, either I didn't see them in class and I go knocking on a door, they come to the office or in class, they 
you know, wave me over and they're like, I, don't, I may not be able to do the whole thing. You know, I just, my body feels so tired. And then you ask what's going on. Well, I had a doctor's appointment and this happened and this. It's not really physically that they're tired. It's their mind is just going on with so much. It's physically exhausting them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's all ages, of course, but we here at Senior Fitness tend to, to look at the older community. But yeah, all ages can be affected by this as well. Mm-hmm. But um, people that I've worked with, um, and the older, they have a tendency to have a lot of mental and emotional um, health issues because there's just a lot going on mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. at all stages of life, not just when we're young. <laughs> yeah, and and you know it's it's hard to to push through sometimes. Definitely, um, it's easy <laughs> to have it just kind of take over yourself mentally and then physically you just feel not there right right and right, the last exactly. thing you want to do is uh, physically ex- exert when yeah you're exert yourself yeah. when, when you're in that state <laughs> yeah so you know what are some of the 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 things that you would recommend mm-hmm. if you feel like you're in a exhausted state mentally and emotionally right to help get you back on track. Mm-hmm. I know that's a big task is, and everybody's different. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, and, you know, I, I wouldn't even know where to start, I but know. <laughs> you know, what's some of your best uh, advice as mm-hmm. far as like tips, starting places, yeah, you know, things yeah. like that. And I will say, I'll kind of, again, to that disclaimer, but that we said earlier, but remembering that everyone's stage is a little bit different. So know where you're at with your stage of mental and emotional exhaustion Um, if this has been going on a really long time, you do need to reach out for help and talk to someone. So making sure you're doing that. But, um, to the question, um, if you can kind of put your finger on what it is that you think is causing this, a lot of times you can say it is, you know, because I can't get up out of a chair like I used to. And that's just exhausting, like my mental health, because it's all I can think about is how my body's deteriorating and I can't do the things I used to do. And I mean, I've even had those feelings on certain days. It's just, it's overwhelming and it gets to you. And if it, you let it eat you, um, that's all you'll think about. So trying to maybe pinpoint if it's possible, what could be causing the mental um, and or emotional disturbance that you're having mm-hmm. and trying to do something, whether it's talk to someone about it. Um, if it is something that you can either eliminate out of your life or change in some way, um, help in some way, then, then doing that. But that would be the first thing, trying to figure out what it is. If this is a new feeling that you're getting, um, and you're getting exhausted, you know, it's a mental thing or an emotional. If you had things going on in your life, how can we change that? Can we journal about it? Can we talk to our friends? Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. So that would be the first thing I would say. Um, a lot of times, even with older people, I've noticed, and I've talked with many people who volunteer, but end up volunteering a huge amount of time, <laughs> they become exhausted Um, again, both mentally and emotionally, depending on the type of work that they're doing, that it becomes like a job and they're exhausted. Um, take a break from that. It's okay to take a break. Even if you're still working, I know there are lots of people that we still get, um, plans from and comments from and things that are in their mid upper sixties and early seventies that are still working full-time jobs. 
we get we get mentally uh, exhausted from our work. It's okay to take a break. Um, we are in a society now where we feel like if I didn't get anything accomplished today, therefore it wasn't a good day. Um, what did I do to feel like I, you know, put in my effort for the day? Mm-hmm. Just getting out of bed is putting in the effort. <laughs> so we need to get out of this society that we have to have completed 10 things on a to-do list um, or made it up the corporate ladder or volunteer ladder in order to feel like we've had a productive day. Um, that's not the way we That's not how humans need to work. So taking a break, whether it's a day, whether it's taking an hour, if you do get a lunch break, whether it's from your job or your volunteer uh, position, going away from whatever it is that you're doing. And I am very guilty of not doing that. I feel like once I'm on a roll, if I stop, I won't get back into it. So untrue. Uh, it won't get back into it just the same as we did in the morning when we woke up, right? So getting away from it for an hour, for a couple of days, if you have the ability to take a break and a vacation, an actual vacation to get away from it, um, is wonderful and very, very important um, for your mental and emotional health. So that's another way, just kind of recharge yourself. Um, if you're having sleep issues, a lot of people who are going through, and this is a big one for older people that I've worked with, um, don't sleep well at night. They wake up, their mind's going, um, maybe something doesn't feel right, so they start worrying about that. They're worried about the future, even in their 70s and 80s, um, how money, etc. There's so much to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not sleeping well at night. They're waking up. They're tired all day long. They want to sleep. We feel exhausted, right? So it, the mental and emotional exhaustion leads to physical, just like we said. Well, in that physical, all you want to do is lay down. You want to take a nap. But try to avoid napping throughout the day because that's just going to disrupt your sleep at night. Um, I know it sounds counterproductive because the body and the everything seems tired. You want to sleep. But really trying to to avoid it during the day as much as possible, maybe a quick 15, 20, like just one of those earlier in the day, not close to bedtime. So you can try to be exhausted in every way at night. So your body wants to sleep um, and allow it to sleep better at night. It will help your mental and emotional. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, exhaustion in, in many ways, because once we get lack of sleep, it disrupts everything. It, um, it's bad for the brain. It's bad for our emotions. Then we tend to eat worse, which is the next one. 
making sure we're eating correctly. <laughs> that helps with the exhaustions that we have. Mm -hmm. um, getting those meals throughout the day, trying not to skip and avoid meals, um, staying away from the high fat, high carb, high sugar foods that don't have any nutritional value, um, getting those good proteins and whole grains and fruits and veggies and waters and good teas, things like that, avoiding caffeine and alcohol, all the usuals um, will help with the mental and emotional exhaustion as well. Um, and trying, this is, this is my last one for right now, mm -hmm. trying, um, very hard to continue to exercise as difficult as it is, it will help. Um, we think it won't, it will wake up the body. And we've talked about this in many different podcasts, but the endorphins and the hormones that will be stimulated by even just going for a walk outside in the sun, um, even if it's just for five minutes, does wonders for mental and emotional exhaustion, and then will help with the physical that you're getting as the byproduct of those things. So trying to do just a little bit of a workout, even if it's just stretching in a chair, um, you'll feel better about yourself. You'll feel better about the day. It will make you feel a little bit better overall, and that will help with everything. Mm -hmm. I think when we feel exhausted like that, it's easy to just kind of... Um clam up and not feel like you want to do anything. Right. right? Oh, totally. Um, because, <laughs> because you're just exhausted. The last thing you want to do is move, uh, be active, but right. you're saying the opposite. Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, I know how hard it is. <laughs> I've been there before, so I'm not saying anything that I haven't had to either deal with or seen someone else deal with, but I've dealt with it and it's, it's hard. Um, you know, you're putting your shoes on going, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't do this. Um, but then once you start and then you get a little more into it and then you go, you know what, this actually feels good. Um, it's not going to be the cure all of course, but it does help in the day and it makes you feel a little bit of accomplishment too. So mm -hmm. that's always really good when we're feeling that, that mental and emotional exhaustion that mm -hmm. we have some accomplishments in our day. Um, when we feel like maybe we aren't able to accomplish much. Um, what, what kind of tips and advice do you have for someone who is not themselves emotionally, mm -hmm. you know, drained, but knows someone, a loved one who is? Yes. Um, again, I will go back to the very first thing. If you know this has been going on for quite some time, you see some real changes in this person, then there needs to be a little bit of intervention, whether it's from a doctor or of some kind. Um, reaching out to them, making sure they're talking, um, trying to figure out what it's from and getting them back to where they were. Cause it's so easy once you get on a path, um, you know, the brain is an amazing thing. It's like I say, it's part of the body. It's just as important as all the muscles in our body. We look at our heart health and all of that. We need to look at our brain health and the emotional and mental states that it's in. And many people have never dealt with it. And that's wonderful. But I would say the majority of people have. So if you see someone and they're not acting like themselves, something's off, I'm reaching out to them, seeing what's wrong. Is there anything you can do to help? Helping hand, a, lend an ear, like they say, a shoulder, maybe they need to cry on. Mm -hmm. um, and if it's, if it's more than that, then, um, then helping them reach out to the proper people to, to get the help that they need. You know, you can ask them to go for a walk and they may say no a thousand times, but on the thousand and one time 
they might say yes. So keep trying. Um, but being there, making sure you're watching out for our friends. That's, that's what I would say when I worked in communities was kind of my favorite thing was seeing how people looked out for one another so, so much in every aspect, not just the physical, um, but they don't seem to be acting the right way. Um, I haven't seen them come out of their room for a couple of days. They usually come to social hour, things like that. They, everyone's very keen on everyone around them. So I think that's such a, it's a beautiful thing that humans look out for one another. But uh, yeah, just being reminders of what were they like before and what's different now and why and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, can you, you know, is there a correlation between being mentally and emotionally exhausted and depression? Yes. Well, that's why I keep saying without using that word, if this has lasted for more than two weeks, they usually say, um, you could be going into uh, a depression and need more help. Not saying medication, not everybody's on board for that, but needing someone to talk to an outlet of some kind to get over that hump. Um, that's yeah, it's a huge correlation. So mm-hmm. um, that's why it needs to be dealt with. And we need to be um, looking at ourselves doing that self-care check and saying, am I the same? What is going on with me? Why do I feel this way? And um, friends doing it for each other, et cetera, neighbors. Um, because yes, it's very easy, like I said, to get depressed, but it's easy to get stuck in that state. And if you've listened to or read any of the mental health articles I've done, the rates of people with mental health, depression, anxiety, et cetera, um, is huge. And the suicide risk for people over 80 is like number one, which I never would have Mm. believed, but, um, it's, it's very sad. So we have to make sure we are, um, really focusing on our mental and emotional exhaustion to make sure it doesn't become depression, um, in ourselves and those around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So important. And sometimes it's, if you feel that way, sometimes it's hard to kind of diagnose yourself as such, right. you know, and without a support system around you, um, it can be something that is really hard to get out of or to stop mm-hmm. feeling. You may not know, these things, these great tips that you're saying here, um, you may not know that. Right. And uh, how, you know, how would we find that help? But um, so, you know, final thoughts on on mm-hmm. mental and emotional exhaustion. What's your biggest concerns and your, mm-hmm. your final thoughts? Um, final thoughts are probably just what I just said is really doing that self-care check. If you're having exhaustion of every kind, <laughs> mental, emotional, physical, they all go together, really. Um making sure you're, you're looking at what it's being caused by. If you can't pinpoint it, there's probably a million things now that are causing it. Um, going and getting help if you need it. If you've tried all of the self-care things we tell ourselves to do, eat better, exercise, um, talk to our friends, stay social, um, you know, taking a break, things like that. If all of those things still are not, working, they're not helping. They help for maybe a day or an hour and then it comes right back. It's not a bad thing to go and talk with someone about it and seeing what can be done Um, and getting that help that you need or helping out the friends and loved ones around you that you see might need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and hopefully the, the tips in this episode are helpful to you or someone that you know that is close to you. Um, it's really a big concern of ours to try and put out our best content that helps you 
And this topic is definitely one of those um, because it affects everybody at mm -hmm. one point in time of all ages. And especially if you are an older person and, uh, you know, you have limited resources, maybe sometimes on reaching out to people um, and then maybe you don't. So that's even a great thing, too. But we just really want to make sure that we put out the best information that we have. So all right. thanks for joining us today. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com and sign up for that newsletter and get our latest content delivered to you every week. Until the next time, we'll see you later. Bye bye. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.